welcome, and thank you for pressing play. I'm Crystal Bergfield, and this is Back to School with Crystal Bergfield. Throughout history, great teachers have stepped forward to help show us the way to coexist in society. They have urged us to consider our role in community. Just like those teachers, I am offering up my knowledge and experience to contribute to a just, responsible, and innovative United States. Through storytelling, interviews, and in-depth discussions, I will dive into the issues that plague our society and highlight new ideas that could contribute to a healthy nation. This podcast is part of a larger curriculum to educate Americans about our society. Find your seat, take a breath, and prepare to expand your mind, your heart, and your reality. All right, friends, welcome. Today I am out of studio. Actually, I'm at the Healing Studio in Broomfield, Colorado. I'm joined with the owner and operator, Leanne Holitza. Since we have been discussing jobs and wages all month, I wanted to highlight a story of the life of small business. Leanne, welcome, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you. All right, let's get into it. Let's hear a little bit of your story, Leanne. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah, so um, I own the Healing Studio in Broomfield. Uh, I also operate a business called Insightful Inspirations out of the Healing Studio. The Healing Studio is designed to be a, a place for a bunch of different types of healers and people coming together to be able to have a place where everybody can be doing similar like-minded work, uh, kind of in the safety of, of a you know, like-minded space. Uh, and then the Insightful Inspirations is where I do my own energy healing business, and I've been doing that for a while, and actually because of that, I was, that's why I needed the healing studio, because I had been renting out in the world, but found it, it was much, much better to have a bunch of healers together rather than be out there doing it by ourselves kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Safety in numbers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, and I, you know, came from the corporate world. I have a master's degree in business and was really thought I was going to be a corporate citizen. That was what was plugged to me as a kid was, hey, there's, you know, go work for a good company and they'll take care of you and things will, um, you know, work out and you retire and have a happy little life with your pension. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I worked for IBM. I, they bought a company that I was working for and got laid off and then yeah. was doing the healing work on the side sometimes and just decided to try to do it. But then, you you know, struggled with the idea of making a living wage and where I was at with IBM. So I went back to IBM. They, they hire and, re, you yes. know, lay off quite a bit. Um, and, um, <laughs> and so I went back and then was there for a year and got laid off again. So the second time I got laid off, I told my husband, I really, I told him I couldn't do it anymore, that I really needed to go try and make a go of it on my own and try to figure out what that meant. So yeah. It wasn't easy, but here but I am. here you are. <laughs> How did you get here? I was doing, um, I had figured out that I had a skill, and I energy healing skill, and I was doing readings at a metaphysical shop in the evenings just for fun. Uh, and then I promptly became like the most popular one in the place, mm -hmm. and so there was lots of demand. And so I was kind of trying to juggle what that meant. 
And then when the layoff happened, that was when it was kind of like, okay, really time to step out and try and make this work. Uh, And then I worked out of my house for a while and that just, I just started getting so busy and that I couldn't make my family be quiet the whole time. So, (laughs) um, so I did get an office space and then after a year of being in an office space, I ended up here with the healing studio. So I wasn't like one day like, oh, I'm going to be a small business owner. It's, it kind of gradually became more and more and more and Mm -hmm. I had to kind of uncover the struggles and the dramas of being a small business owner (laughs) because I was honest to goodness I thought corporate was where I was going to go and I and really like I said I was it was sold to me and my husband as as like the promised land right go to go get your degree (laughs) and get in the corporate world (laughs) and and it's what we've done for so long yeah that most families have taught that especially if you have a master's degree Right. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Where you're at. I know, and you know the layoff part. I will say it's it's very traumatic and difficult to go through. So, mm-hmm. and having to like watch your peers get laid off and things like that. So I I am grateful in the sense that I'm away from that stress because small business, at least so far, I haven't had to face that part of it with on my end. So. Well, and what I really love about the healing studio is that you're creating opportunities for other healers and modalities. And so you've created a space where other entrepreneurs can come and have their business as well. Is that right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And and I, that was part of my impulse was, okay, this was pretty challenging for me and I have lots of resources and lots of skills and, you know, not all healers come from a business background. I mean, yeah. and we don't necessarily want them to be, right? Because yeah. <laughs> they're healers. Um, so I did want to create a space for an opportunity where they could, you know, have a legitimate business space without having to know everything about the ins and outs of a building and that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Could you share some of the struggles that you had in opening the studio? As an entrepreneur, everyone has a different experience. Yeah. But did you have some, like things that you're like oh god am I gonna get past this or well so you know one of the I would say even before the studio the self-employment tax it was just like Mm. like blew me away as far as like I'm being punished to be self-employed like I'm taking care of my myself I'm not no longer going to the corporate well and I'm taking responsibility for myself and bringing myself off of unemployment and all those Mm -hmm. things and now I'm have to pay this self-employment tax can you tell us about that it's basically a tax that you get get for being self-employed, <laughs> which to me is ironic. Like I just don't really totally understand the logic behind it, but I'm sure that there was some. Um, for somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, so I ended up, because it just made more tax sense and, you know, it becoming an S-corp, which that was very challenging to try to figure out and all the things I had to do. And now I literally have to pay a salary company to pay myself. You know, so so these were things like that I was a little bit shocked about. Like I could run run off the grid and you know not pay taxes, which of course I would never do. Um, but th- that there's more incentive to do that because it's so difficult to actually follow all the rules and keep up with regulations. And so you know I have to pay professionals to help me keep in following the laws and stuff which I guess I'm employing other professionals but it just it feels like a lot of that is fear-based meaning like I didn't want to make sure I don't get in trouble right right. while I'm trying to just help the community you know and so that was that was hard and then also I said getting it was harder than I would have ever thought to get a sales tax license to mm-hmm. or just to know the ins and outs of it. I mean, I'm pretty math minded and business minded and there's just a lot of 
I was, I was feeling overwhelmed at first, especially kind of thinking, how does anybody start a business? You know, how does anybody get into a position where they can be successful mm-hmm. at the start? Because it takes so much to start. Yeah. Well, and from reading a lot of statistics on um, self-employed folks and small businesses, that's one of the major hiccups is that it takes a lot to be able to invest in yourself up front. Even if you have the cure to cancer. I know. That costs money to be able to put that out there to people. And especially if you're battling other systems in place that are already profiting in in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think that that's one of the struggles for a lot of small business owners and, and in those statistics showing that when you've got a million dollars, it's easy to start a small business. But if you are a working person and you just want to do good in the community, there are so many of those things that you come up against. Yeah. And and it's and I think that there's a lot more local successes that could happen if there was more support from the beginning of that. And I've sometimes seen classes here or there about stuff. I, I attended a t- sales tax class in Louisville when I was oh, working nice. in Louisville, which I appreciated because uh, they offered it and then I could follow the rules. Yes. <laughs> um, more of that would be good even, you know, just more education and things like that for Mm -hmm. people to know even where to start or to feel like they can yeah you know yeah I'm sure there's a lot of other self-doubt things going through anyway so totally of Of course well especially if you're gonna be an energy healer that's not a normal thing to to, to decide to do yeah you know just to open up your own studio yeah just to go do that yeah that's it's not like a typical path you know so So do you feel supported by the local economy to have a storefront business or how do you feel about that? Well, okay. So interesting. Um, Broomfield does have a grant program for older buildings that I took advantage of um, where you, it's external base only, um, but it pays for anything from windows to roofs and landscaping to upgrade. Um, So you, it's a 50-50 grant and it's great because some of the old buildings that just need a facelift and maybe you couldn't afford to do it as a business owner unless you had some help from the city. So it's, it's a forgivable loan is what it was. And, um, and it was, it was hugely helpful for through with the Broomfield side of things. Other than that though, (laughs) I'm, I wouldn't say, I mean, I wouldn't say I was supported or not supported except for the fact that I definitely watch you know the incentives being given to big corporations to come into our towns and watch people go out of business and and watch structures be empty because of that and that seems like a waste and kind of sad and I don't necessarily see the value in that like you you know we've talked about the money going kind of out um dispersing the taxes and things like that go far and or they don't and you know it doesn't come back in so to our town so that's kind of unfortunate but does the cost of energy does the cost of rent and and then all of the other expenses as Mm -hmm. a small business um does that affect how your outlook or your ability to succeed yeah for sure um i mean i own the healing studio so um you know I pay a mortgage on it and that is an investment I suppose as far as what I'm thinking in my head but you know I do have people coming in who are just trying to get going and are kind of nervous about signing like a year lease and so Mm -hmm. I try to be flexible but I know most places aren't that's part of what I you know when I was out looking for my own spaces before I decided to buy the healing studio 
you know, five, six, seven year leases with personal guarantees, you know, which means you're putting your family and your home on the line. And that's pretty intense. And, you know, the landlords don't care. Uh, And in fact, I have a friend whose um, mother owned a business and she passed away of cancer Mm -hmm. and the landlord will not let the business out of the lease. Yeah. Wow. I know. And it's, and they really don't, he, he really doesn't care what, what, how that impacts this person. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So um, I think there's definitely, I guess, the power, where the power lies is uneven, you know. And I try try really hard, at least with the healing studio, to try and not use my authority at the, you know, in balance, of course, so I don't get taken advantage of. Well, and that's um, the thing, right? Like, <laughs> and most business, small business owners, you all are wanting to contribute to the community. Totally. You're wanting to help people. And yet you're held to these standards where you have to sometimes make sacrifices to charge more or to, right. you know, have those extended leases. So I'm sure it's so difficult to, to be. And people don't really understand like that, how much it you know, it really, like, if you pay for one, for something, there's so much, you know, infrastructure costs and things like that. I mean, I think sometimes people do go to small businesses and go, hey, I can get this on Amazon for $10. Why are you charging 22 I pay to. $10 to get it to, to yeah. this location. And now, you know, I have. Absolutely. So, yeah. anyways, whatever it is, as far as the markup goes, it's not typically because we're greedy it's because we're really just trying to stay open right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. um yeah and I, I mean on that front too I do have an employee that's just part-time and I you know I would love to even be able to pay her more than I do but because of all these other costs like, I, I, I want it to be you know an opportunity for all of us and, yeah it would be great if there was some help in that front as far as... No, right. Yeah. If you're listening, universe. <laughs> exactly. If you're listening, universe. <laughs> so I, I love that you're able to employ somebody and contribute to another family. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's about, mm-hmm. um, it yeah. sounds like, for you. Uh, saying, staying on that positive note, um, as a business owner, can you share any of the positive feelings that have come from starting establishing your own business and well obviously there's a sense of pride right of of accomplishment and it it really it is empowering because at least for me personally this is just my experience so that working in the corporate world I felt disempowered sometimes to have to do it a certain way or um you know be running around for a certain goal that I may or may not agree with and you know so I feel like um I can and actually I used to work with international teams and so so the interesting thing is we used to make these goals for these international teams and the international teams would be like, are you kidding me? Like, you don't live in this country. You don't understand. This is not reasonable. <laughs> and I think the same thing goes for like even town to town mm-hmm. and state to state. Like, I don't think you can just always be like this blanket, like rules and regulations and it applies to all of us because there's so much nuances and little th- and things going on. So the thing I like about, you know, being a small business owner in that way is that, you know, I'm meeting the dem- demands of my community Mm. I'm not being asked to do things that may or may not be in alignment with what my community needs if that Mm -hmm. makes sense because and my community responds it either comes to my stuff and says yay thanks for doing it or it doesn't and then I make adjustments I guess it's the that micro level of being able to really have the pulse on here in my community versus trying to focus all over the world and do all these things that may or may not be relevant (laughs) I like that (laughs) 
So what excites you? What gets you, what keeps you invested in this space? Um, mostly watching people be empowered and watching people's lives change. You know, I, and I would say that even about the people who work out of the healing studio too. I mean, I definitely see healers come in and flourish or whatever, or, um, feel safer than they've ever felt, you know, to have something that they want to do. Also, my kids probably keep me motivated too. I mean, I don't know some if they always appreciate that I'm super busy uh I was pretty busy in corporate too so you know but they definitely sometimes comment about the home life imbalance but um (laughs) but I do like want them to see what it's like to really just dig into something you love and do what your heart says to do not just like what you're told to do you know yeah that's a great example yeah kids to have (laughs) um yeah thank you for that (laughs) I, I I as you were speaking, it just made me think like people need to hear this, mm-hmm. um, that, that small business owners, you just want to help people yeah, and you like to empower people. So yeah, for well, yeah. And uh, most of the small business owners that I know, that's all that they are doing is that they have a love, a passion that they want to bring to their community. And, you know, I mean, it could be yoga, it could be a healing technique, like a stretch technique or, you know, whatever it is. It's something that comes from the fire within. You don't generally start a business from the angle that we started, you know, just because you want to make some money. You do it because you really believe in it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the really great thing that I think finally we're getting to the space of appreciating these modalities more and more. But from my perspective, I think all of us are born with some type of gift to use our I agree. inner abilities. I agree. Um, so I love seeing more and more um, business owners who are doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if, if that was an honored value of our society more so, then we would be able to put structures in place around it, you know? Yeah, yeah. If we valued mental health or physical health or... Mindfulness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know. And, and, and for, you know, I have children and I know what it's like to not have them conform, but also <laughs> you know, a little nonconformity is good, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of space to be unique and figure that out. Yeah. I call it curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity is <laughs> good. good. Wondering about yourself in the world. And space to do that, you know. Yes. Yeah. Is expansion part of your plan to, are you trying to expand any further? Uh, That's a good question. And it's one I go back and forth with all the time because some days I feel very strapped. But then when I get to expand like with an employee, which was an expansion, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, I could see potential for expansion because I can see, okay, that person's able to take more of the load so then Mm -hmm. I don't have to do it all. And then technically I would love to have, you know, several people employed doing what they want to do the way they want to do it with me yeah (laughs) and so in thinking about the expansion and still being right where you are how do you find that balance and of being here running what it is but also pursuing something and and dreaming about something Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Balance. <laughs> what? How's <laughs> my eyes glaze over? Um, I, you know, it's hard because I have an expansive spirit. I, you know, anything I do, I do 110%. And so I'm always looking for ways to, like, learn more, do more, understand more, you know. And so I do fit it in kind of as a regular thing. Like, I try to make even if it's just exploration it's just learning not necessarily putting something out there from the business yet you know yeah uh it's yeah it's a it's a journey of 
balance for sure. And I don't work like nine to five hours either. So, you know, try to make time available for people when they're they're not at work to come in and things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing that it's a lot. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself along the way? For the good or the bad. I mean, I've definitely learned I'm resilient and learned that I can do what I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I've also, and I've also learned that I have more support if I let it happen, you know, like mm-hmm. friends and family will show up in ways that even unexpected ways that you just didn't, didn't know people were willing to help in that way just mm. for your vision, you know, that's beautiful. Yeah. But I, you know, it's, I can also be, I can be edgy. Like when I get grumpy and stressed out, <laughs> I can that's get learning too, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, counter to my healer self, but you know, I definitely have that that side that gets kind of overwhelmed. I'm like, I've learned, I've learned that self-care is a sacred responsibility. (laughs) And so I have to make sure I balance that. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any insight or tips for the audience? And these tips could be for budding entrepreneurs or maybe for patrons whom you need to survive in this economy. Hmm. So entrepreneurs, I would say, you know, if it's, for me, I, and I do this even with my one-on-one energy healing sessions, I see people who have that, as you mentioned, a unique gift that just wants to come out. And that if they really tended to it or nurtured it, it could really serve them and all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see people burning out too quickly because they're trying to fit their gifts like into systems that don't aren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas... You know, if you could bring it out of that system and just offer it, you know, by itself, people have more access to it. So, you know, for entrepreneurs, like it's worth it and, <laughs> you know, give yourself a chance and, and time and don't put too much pressure or expectations on yourself right up front because mm-hmm. everything takes time to blossom. Um, you know, it's like planting that garden and expecting the seedlings to have, you know, fruit the next day. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> What is the value of those people who come here? How do they support you? Oh, they definitely support me. I mean, they're coming in here and having, you know, obviously keeping the healing studio going by, um, but they bring their positive vibes too. I mean, just them coming in and going, oh, I love this place or it's so cozy here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's even that is adding value and, you know, a place, I really want a place where people can feel safe to be a community and talk Mm -hmm. about things that maybe they can't talk about in other places. So that's one of the things that people in our community do is they make, hold space for each other, you know, which is really, really awesome. And, you know, on the pumping shop local, you know, I think that we have, I think we inform each other of those needs as well when we get together, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're isolated and we're living in our own little lands and we're like, you know, darn this, rah, 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 you know, <laughs> then, then we may not know that our neighbor right across the street actually has a solution for us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And so we're, you know, kind of blaming or victimizing ourselves from this big system and literally like, oh, you help me, can help me with that. Yes. Um, so looking locally for resources and kind of seeing what's around, I think, even if it's not a money exchange, even if it's just incentives of, of things that are non-monetary, social connection is a big thing for most of us. And if you can't identify with the people around you, it's pretty isolating. So mm-hmm. coming together and seeing the value of just being together yeah, and, and being able to say to each other, you know, what's this? How does that work? Has anybody ever tried to do that? <laughs> you know, know, right? I, imagine <laughs> like being able to do that. Yeah. That's the thing with today. There's so 
much. We're just online all the time. Yeah. And we Google everything, and we try to find the answers on our own. Yeah. But in reality, it's so much easier if we just walk out our door and I know. meet our neighbor. Well, yeah. I mean, I know of a, of a person who she's just claimed she was born in the wrong time period because mm-hmm. she's like loves to be like a 1950s housewife is what she says, which is just not in a derogatory way of a, like, she just likes to cook, clean, sew, be at home. Yeah. And that, and because of where we are with a lot of pressures, she doesn't feel like she can do that. Mm, and she yeah. would just love to be able to like be rewarded somehow. You know, I strongly encourage her to figure out how she can offer that because yeah. I personally can't sew things. And I, you know, and there's sometimes times I need something sewn or, you know, cooking or baking a cute cake yeah you know these are these are things we value in our lives Mm -hmm. but we we forget you know we go to a big grocery store and buy a cake and write a name on it and that's it right Right. but maybe your neighbor makes a really good cake yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) thank you is there anything else you want to share you know i guess i feel like we need support to you kind of had said at some point in this interview the positive spin on it I I think we need support to see things in a positive light I don't think that we're you know there's so many issues and struggles and things to overcome that it's sometimes it does feel like overwhelming to step out and open your own business for example because you just got to get by just got to get by you know and the getting by part is you know draining to all of us because it doesn't fill your tank really and so I guess that would be the thing I would say is if we could all just focus on you know a little more of the what's working and what do we want uh instead of what's not working what don't we want you Mm -hmm. know that's Mm -hmm. And I guess that's the law of attraction, <laughs> right? Yeah. You got to work with the whole, which is, yes, whatever you vibe into is what you're receiving. And so we need some vibes up. Yes. <laughs> How do we do that with all of the propaganda and all of the divisiveness? I know, you know? I know, I know. Yeah. That's actually why I reached out because this is working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you are adding value to the community and being that safe space for people and welcoming people in. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just that, but you're like diving them into their own inner healing, which we need more of mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Well, and I will say that's it's very needed for people to be more authentic with each other and you know vulnerable those are things that we don't always love but but I think it's necessary at this point often we get in that space of we can we can get blamed or we can get attacked if we say the wrong thing or and there's really no I see not no there there's less forgiveness for one another sometimes yeah um but it's a beautiful thing when we allow ourselves to grow and we allow others to grow. Yeah. Um, because even if we go through those those growing pains, which happen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we come out on the other side and, and we've birthed something or yeah. we've grown in some way. Yeah, and I do. I am optimistic. Thank you, Leanne, for joining me. Yeah. And thank you, audience, for joining me today and taking time to hear one story of the millions of small business owners around our country. As I've emphasized, small business is vital for the survival of community. Our patronage keeps small businesses alive. And small business is innovating for us, helping address our needs in real ways. 
Your homework for the week is to go and shop local. And I don't mean your chain grocery store. Seek out a new small business or an old one where everyone knows your name and spend money there. You will feel good and the business values your support. Thank you and be well. This has been Fireside Chats with Crystal. Thank you for taking your precious time to invest in yourself, your community, and our country. Now go out there and shine, baby, shine. Our country needs us now more than ever. If you like what you heard, please check out the curriculum link and dive into more learning already live. Then head over to my website and donate to the cause. I'm offering my curriculum for free. So it's up to you to see the value in what I'm doing and support your girl along the way.